Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. WTAW News time is four minutes after eight. It is 76 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news. It's brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, your one-stop steel supply store on Highway 21 East in Bryan. Go to pioneerboys.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Two people were taken to the hospital following gunfire last night a block west of Bryan's Bonham Park. Social media from Bryan Police did not disclose the condition of those who were shot or provide any information about what led to the shooting on Russell Drive. No arrests have been made. Homeowners who are opposed to a proposed City of College Station sewer trunk line being built in their South Bryan neighborhood hear last night from two College Station council members who have been through similar experiences. Linda Harvell brought up living in College Station's Southside neighborhood and expressed the impact of infrastructure projects in the city's oldest residential area. My 100-year-old live oak trees are still alive after all of the work that's been done. Harvell also responded to comments made last week on our show by the mayor of Bryan. When your mayor goes on the radio and says if this initiative proceeds, it's going to be a bloody battle, is that really, really the way you want to be represented? The council was told that in the next four to six weeks, they'll be getting the results of a $50,000 soil study and a $15,000 tree survey. A unanimous College Station City Council follows a unanimous planning and zoning commission to deny a rezoning request to turn what was a single-family home on two lots into an unknown number of smaller homes near Gabbard Park. Councilman William Wright floated the idea of the applicant returning with a proposal that would quantify the number of smaller homes that would be built in part under the city's new middle housing zone. Couldn't you come back with a PDD and flip the zoning and approve the PDD at the same time if you wanted to make four little houses there? The proposal, which drew on opposition from homeowners in the area of Holloman and Dexter Drive South was endorsed by the city's planning and development office. The lone finalist for College Station ISD superintendent was announced before the school board introduced him. A board member in Willis, Cliff Williams, congratulated CSISD members yesterday on selecting Tim Harkrider. Y'all are getting a great person that I promise will knock it out of the park and y'all just hit a true home run. Dr. Harkrider said he was surprised by the in-person endorsement. I think it just goes to confirm what the board thought about me during the interview process, that I am the person that I say I am, deliver what I promise. Harkrider, who has spent the last 10 years as superintendent in Willis, officially starts in College Station after a state-mandated 21-day waiting period. If you're looking for local activities this summer, check out the Brazos Valley Museum Trail. Director of the Chapel Hill Historical Society, Stephanie Dudger, says you can visit 16 participating locations on the trail. I think it gives you a better draw to your community and a tighter relationship to your community because then you know a little bit more about the background and, you know, what your town is about. Dudgerheimer says visitors who complete an online survey at any of the six participating destinations will be entered into a drawing for a gift basket. The promotion runs through Labor Day. More information is online at BrazosValleyMuseumTrail.org. 
WTAW News Time is seven minutes after eight. It's 76 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. More news at 830 or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 945 WTAW. It's 810 on a Tuesday. It's the Infomaniacs. We're in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. And the weather is brought to you by United Roofing and Sheet Metal, home of the Duralast Roof System, world's best roof. Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com today. We're going to have some hot summer weather here for the next several days. For today, partly sunny skies overall and breezy. Temperatures during this afternoon reaching 94 to 97. Tonight, a few scattered clouds and warm near 75. More of the same likely on Wednesday, middle and upper 90s with a good deal of sunshine continuing. There'll be sunshine and pop-up clouds on Thursday, maybe an isolated thunder shower. Temperatures always will be up into the mid-90s Thursday afternoon. This is meteorologist Gary Best here on 1620 and 94.5 WTAW. 811 out there. Question of the day. What? The number you have dialed <laughs> is not in service. That's not Uh-oh. right. Well, I must have dialed it wrong. Let's see. Because that's never happened before. No. <laughs> okay, we'll see. The question we're asking is, what is it that somebody does pretty poorly, but they think they're really good at? So, And then again, might have been you, might have been a friend. We'll see. See if we can talk to our winner. Hello? On the first that ring. Carol, it's Scott. And Chelsea. And Sean. Infomaniac. <laughs> You're winning some barbecue today and four tickets to Six Flags because we ask you things that people don't do very well that they think they do, and your answer was... Dancing. 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 Yeah. That's, we got that one a lot. That's we a did get one. that one a lot. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, yeah. Um, what about you, Carol? Are you good at dancing? Well, I think so. <laughs> that's all, you know, that's all that matters. That is all that matters when it comes to dancing. And that's, and that's you know, dancing is something you can do by yourself. If the person who you're dancing with is no good, hey, just break off and do it all by yourself. Yeah. Right? There you go. What do you do, Carol? That's fine. I'm a pharmacist. Oh, are you? Great. Okay. Well, Very thank cool. you for doing that very much. Yeah. And uh, that's that's a busy job these days, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so listen, we're at the top of the Garrity Bank building. We've got tickets for you for Six Flags. How many people you got to take to Six Flags? Um, probably four or six. Four or six? Guess what? Yeah, I'll four give you six. You sure? Okay, all right, I'll give you four tickets. Got that, and also some Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue that you don't have to share if you don't want to. <laughs> all right, thanks, Carol. Come on by. Thanks for listening. See you. Bye, Carol. Bye. Okay. I love this one. Somebody texted in ping pong. Oh, oh, yeah. That's interesting. Right? Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. uh, several of you, you know, talked about singing, of course, um, driving, made a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, somebody said math. Math, okay. <laughs> okay somebody else said solving puzzles. I always think mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at them until I get stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then several of you, advice. Yeah. Um, and, and this person specifically said, I love when totally non-kid, non-parents give parenting advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about this? What about grammar? Oh yeah, oh, you know, yeah. like I like how many people think they're good at grammar? Yeah, but not. And I, when I guess it's yesterday, I just I'm talking to somebody, and while they're saying something, I'm going, "Yep, they use that wrong." That's and I, not, hate oh, oh, oh. I hate to do that in my head. <laughs> That's I really not do. right. I hate to do that in my head. Yeah. But anyway, um, number so also so the top three from this list. Number three was staying out of drama. Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, driving number two. Uh-huh. Number one, being a good listener. Yes, somebody yeah, else texted that, that in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, so it is. All right, so um, we didn't actually ask our correspondents to be in touch with us today, but 
Last night was another episode of Stars on Mars. Mm-hmm. So somebody texted in yesterday and did say that they are one of our correspondents, but they stream it. They don't watch it live, okay. so they can't watch it until Tuesday because it's one of those shows that airs on TV on Monday, but then it airs on the streaming service oh, on so Tuesday. Oh, so Hulu, you'll watch it tonight. Yes, and so if we give her till tomorrow, okay, I think we may works. have an update. Okay. Sure, that's fine. Because, okay. Yeah, and if somebody else happens to have watched it and gone, what the heck is this? We've yeah. Actually, we're I mean, if you did people. watch it last night, we'd still love to hear what your take on stars on Mars was. No doubt. And is this an elimination show? I, is, are they like, is, is it, it like a game are, show like of sorts? Get, are I you get voted, voted off Mars? Yeah. <laughs> I voted actually off Mars. don't know. <laughs> no, I don't either. And I don't want to. So that, and that's, <laughs> I don't plan on finding out. And that's out. okay if, they, you know, if, if the viewer wants to do that for us, it'd be cool. I like when you Google a question and then it, it comes, you know, with the little section that also says people also ask. Uh-huh. And so mm-hmm. I, I Google just stars on Mars and it says people also ask, where is stars on Mars filmed at? Is stars on Mars actually on Mars? Of course it, of course, of course. And it says the Holy. celebrities are not actually on Mars. So that means that that has been Googled those people so Correct. many times. Yes. Correct. And there's a chance those people have as many votes as you do. So oh, likely, you know. likely. Okay. A poll recently asked thousands of people if they thought tossing a banana peel on the ground was littering. And Ooh. about half of them said yes. 49% said yes. Well, what are y'all's takes? Uh, depends on where it is. Depends on where it is. And that's what 36% of the people said. For instance, okay. I, I think dropping a, a banana peel, and again, not in somebody's front yard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. If you happen to be out in the woods if, or you're camping out, I think you could do that. And it so, would be yeah, great. that would be my take, too. It seems like littering just because it looks like trash to me. But if there's a trash can around, throw it away. If there's so, not, like you're in the woods, it's then probably it's, it's probably fine. So how do you right? feel about this? Would you leave your, your dog's... No, no. Wherever you would drop a banana peel. Oh. No, I mean, in the woods? Are you going to pick up your dogs, you know? (laughs) Yeah, really. Well. No. So, okay, so could we apply the same logic to both of those things? Of course. You don't want to leave it in someone's front yard. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. My dog's not going to poop in a parking lot or on a sidewalk, though. (laughs) Oh, my dog will. Oh, my dog. Dottie, on the sidewalk the other day. Just decided in (laughs) mid-walk. In fact, I think that's where he prefers to go (laughs) at this point. She had already done. gone once in the grass. Okay. We were on. A, luckily, I had multiple baggies. Oh, really? This is, this is, is why you have the She's bag- got that much in there. Well, <laughs> she's small. Sometimes it's a double. Sometimes oh, yeah. it's a double take. And See, that's why you need to subscribe to a newspaper because they come in plastic, <laughs> and that way you've always got them. Yeah, yeah. no. Our yeah. apartment has like freebie ones okay. that you can pull from the, which is, amazes me because like more than ninety percent of the people who live there don't, don't. use them. Yeah. But yeah, we were just so we were walking back because we I thought we were done. We're walking back. We're on the side. Sidewalk, and all of a sudden, she just stops and gets. This wow. looks nice. Yeah, yeah. Really, I but, mean, I, I mean, I, you know, obviously, I picked it up, put it away because, I, especially when it's on the sidewalk, ours will. He will do it in our backyard on the patio instead of in the instead grass. of the grass. <laughs> Come on, you, you Ludo. Have, you have an angry dog. He's oh, out of control. He's, I think he's angry. He's out of control. Yeah. Right, no, so, he's a dachshund. Yeah, he's a dachshund. Yeah. Right. So, so 36% say it depends. For example, saying dropping a banana peel in the forest is not littering, and but dropping it on the street is. 14% said they never considered it living, littering. Never. Uh, some people in the poll pointed out that it's perfectly acceptable 
to do that. Others pointed out the insurance risk involved in leaving a potato, a banana peel someplace where somebody could slip. Well, on. those people grew up on Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. that's Mario okay. Kart. Oh, all right. Talk. Okay. Yeah, because right. yeah, if you no throw idea. a banana peel, you, would, you, you, you would if you, spin out. If you go kart over the banana peel, you spin out. Oh. It's, they're also, banana peels are they're just used big. As weapons I feel like it's Mario just Kart. big to be laying Me there. Too. You know what Me I mean? Me too. Like yeah. if it was like, okay, like an apple core is even a little bit smaller, right? Right. Like would you do the same thing with an apple core? Or like a, like let's say, it's uh, your your soccer game or baseball game's over orange and you get peel. the orange peels yeah. and you see them all over the ground. Yeah. You know, there's trash cans there, but those are smaller. I feel like if everybody was eating bananas, there would be a pile of banana peels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just look ridiculous. Well, but I, don't I know. do think it definitely depends on where you are. Yeah, I think yeah. if there's a trash can, throw it away. Sure. Yeah, probably right. It seems like the best so, way. An Atlanta tattoo shop owner has a side hustle that involves cheating the parking boot system by selling the keys to unlock booted cars in private parking lots. The $75 it takes to unboot your car only costs $50 if you use this guy's set of master keys to unlock your wheels and hit the road. He said, there are a few really big companies that have a majority of the contracts. I have all their keys, he said. <laughs> Can we ask how that happened? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The man has sold nearly 600 keys in the span of a couple of months. And shows no sign of stopping soon with his ultimate goal being putting these companies out of business. So how's he getting the keys? I don't know. Well, my question is, okay, okay, yes. How did he get the original keys? Is he selling copies of these keys? Or is he just, like, letting people take the keys and they have to bring them back? No, 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 no. Because, like... So he's just making copies of these boot keys. Correct. Now, I don't know how What's to stop somebody with a copy from making the copies of their own? Which is fine. Oh, That's okay. okay. But the deal is, if you got booted... To, he, he, it's not even about the money for him. He right. just truly wants to put these boot companies yeah. out of out but of business. why won't these boot companies change the locks? Well, but that'd be way too expensive. I think it's too hard. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Because here's the deal. They have too many boots. That's yeah. it. 75, oh, yeah, you're right. You come out, you're in the big city, you come out, you got a boot. It costs 75 bucks to get them to come and unlock it, okay? Mm-hmm. The, so this guy says... Hey, for 50 bucks, I guess if the car can stay where it is for the period of time it takes for you to get the key. To get to to Atlanta. Then you're fine. (laughs) And that's why I say he sold 600 keys in the the span of a couple of months. And so that works out. And then, of course, you keep that key. Because if you get booted a lot, then, then that you way have you, your maybe, key. maybe you've already got it, if that happens to be the case. There has to be, though, a law against unlocking the boot on your car. Maybe there's maybe not. Maybe not? Maybe there's not. Because they don't. They, they never thought they'd have to have one could, because right. you shouldn't be able to get it off your car. Could could well be. And that's as I think about this, though, if you, if you own the boots, then you put them on there, and you're not going to get multiple lock a multiple multiple keyed boots you're going to want one key for all the boots that you have for instance on your property or whatever see this is for people like apartment complexes uh-huh for people is who it? go in and park yeah i mean that's what i think of but anybody who parks in an unauthorized place then you boot their car then you got to call this number and then the they off. come they're not the police they come and they unlock it and you've paid them to do that this guy says i can do it for less and you get the key and <laughs> You're gone. So what happens to the boot? No, well, they just leave the boot there. there. Right. I guess you could take lot. it with you, but then yeah. you're stealing stuff. That's yeah. I was going to say, because if you take the boot and then you just put your your own boot on your own car every time you go somewhere, the boot company thinks oh, you've already be been booted. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a so you go park wherever the heck you want. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. got Put the boot. a boot on, and then everybody's just going to leave your car alone. I think Chelsea just had the best idea I've ever heard in my life for anybody that lives in the city of Houston. Yeah, that's it. I mean, so there you go. Get your own boot with the key. Revenue stream. 
1620, 94.5, WTAW, the Infomaniacs, it's 825. Uh, man, every place I go now, I'm seeing pickleball. I mean, it's just, it is amazing that um, they're talking about it. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Sean and I are starting everywhere. next month. I know. Uh, so tour companies. And you too, if you'd like to. Thank you. We mm-hmm. might, we'll talk about that. Okay. Tour companies catering to picklers have sprung up. and Picklers. Are orga- are, I love are, it. Picklers. It's, they're organizing pickle, pickle, uh, pickleball-focused trips to other countries. Resorts and hotels are serving up amenities around the sport. Pickle and pinois. Excuse me, and and Pinot. I'm sorry, pickleball and Pinot. There we go, pickleball and and wine. Heck yeah! I can get on with that. Absolutely. They said again. Story of the Wall Street Journal this morning. The number of pickleball crazed travelers making decisions about where to stay and where to visit based on. Pickleball court availability. There you go. Pickleball crazed. Is that? I mean, so maybe College Station is ahead of the curve on this. Could be. Could be. Although I will say, I forgot where I was. I was traveling years ago, and I already saw like a a, some kind of advertisement. I was like, "What the heck is pickleball?" And then it wasn't long that we started talking about it here locally. I mean, over the weekend in in, on Lake Conroe, my aunt and uncle they play three times a week at their little neighborhood like venue thing. They play in tournaments. Cruise uh, lines, including brackets. Carnival and Royal Caribbean, have pickleball tournaments on board. Holland America offers beginners classes on all its ships, allows guests to reserve courts for matches. This is crazy. It is a it's a perfect game for a cruise ship. Now Man. that I think about it, but it's they get windy. Well, they yeah, have to you got indoors. Be Okay. Thing is, I found this really cute pickleball company, and I'm already debating on how much would be too much to spend on a pickleball paddle. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at pickleball paddles yesterday. I should, I should probably, I should probably learn how to play before right. I really go all so, in. Yeah. How can the three of us end up playing pickleball though? How we need that... a fourth. We need. Oh, yeah, okay. we would need a fourth. And okay. y'all know I can't be guaranteed to bring anybody. So <laughs> I can get. I know Hannah would play. Yeah, but. Then you've got to find a babysitter. Yeah. <sighs> My kid. Uh, yeah, that's okay. true. Right. Would Jackie play pickleball? I don't know. I'll, I'll ask. We'll okay. see. Um, I'm just. I mean, I'm sure I could find someone. The, we need to get the, the, <laughs> I do just the initial learning phase yeah. over, and then we can join yeah, I don't the think Brazzers we. Pickleball yeah, it's league. an association. They're going to have other singles okay. yeah. or like no, other I, I people. That, I think that if we went out one of those nights that we saw, there yeah. would be plenty of other people out there. I just want to go to the orientation because I really I, I need to learn how to play and I want to start it off the right, right way. So when is yeah. the orientation? It's uh, July 7th. Oh, I'm not going to be here. I also realize that I won't be yeah. here for that I either. cannot. I'm, I'm oh, you too. <laughs> well, I would have, but we're not going to be here. Oh, yeah, one of your uh, trips. <laughs> go on vacation, yeah. Scott. Just yeah. go away I'll be, again. Well, I'll, could be, you, could I'll learn how to play pickleball by myself. Well, the, the thing is, we can I'm also bringing McKaylee. This is to, why I hired somebody. Any of the nights are fine. It's not like you need the beginner. Yeah, They, they need like three times a week. Okay. So we uh, could go to any of the other ones, and they'll teach us how to play. All right. What and we need to get Mr. Downs to. Uh, well, we need to get the graphics oh. people to come up with a pickleball. Uh, we can get custom-made pickleball, made pickleball yeah. paddles. Uh, we are and cool. paddles. All right, we're about to get there. We need to All talk right. to our merch. It's people. also right. news time. Yeah, it is. Well, no, we got it. Well, we got more stuff. Other to do. stuff. And, then it's yeah. news time. Right, okay. Yeah. 
WTAW News. Time is 8.34. It's 76 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Bryan Police is investigating a shooting last night a block west of Bonham Park. Two people were taken to the hospital from the gunfire on Russell Drive. No arrests have been made and no other information was provided on BPD social media. A recommendation by the City of College Station's Planning and Development Office is turned down by unanimous votes of the Planning and Zoning Commission and last night by the City Council. The owner of two lots of land where one single-family home used to sit near Gabbard Park sought the city's new middle housing zone to build an undisclosed number of smaller homes. Councilman Mark Smith made last night's motion to deny after hearing opponents in the Southside neighborhood. The middle zoning allows development that conflicts with the single-family detached developments to the north, west, and east of this property. And because I think it's important to preserve neighborhoods with the working-class single-family housing. Planning and Development Director Michael Ostrowski said middle housing would provide a transitional zone for the lot at the corner of Holloman and Dexter Drive South. In between some of those higher-density products that you would see uh, to the south of this and the single-family neighborhoods to the north, there is townhome developments to the south as well as on the opposite corner there's a commercial gas station as well. College Station's middle housing zone is the subject of a series of community meetings. The next one is tomorrow at noon via Zoom followed by another on next Wednesday at City Hall. Details are online at blog.cstx.gov. The City of College Station's proposed sewer trunk line through a South Bryan neighborhood takes up 60 minutes at last night's council meeting. Councilman Bob Yancey told homeowners in Beverly Estates who opposed the project being built in their neighborhood that he's lived through similar construction in Pebble Creek and he's experiencing that at his current home. I understand the fear and the anxiety. We all had it. I'm telling you the facts don't justify that fear and anxiety. Yancey, who also said he will not be voting for building the sewer line along Rosemary Drive, then asked for assistance for the additional cost of not taking the most efficient or effective option. I want to appeal to the city of Bryan. I want to appeal to the developers and our staff about levying fees on the developers at Century Square Phase 2, if it's at all possible, would like a little help here, please, closing the gap, the $3.8 million that you guys are asking us to spend unnecessarily to go around you. The council was told results of a $15,000 tree survey and a $50,000 soil study should be ready in four to six weeks. The next superintendent of College Station ISD schools is coming from Willis. The board voted Tim Harkrider as lone finalist. His hiring will become official after a state-mandated 21-day waiting period. Dr. Harkrider was asked about moving after 10 years as superintendent in Willis. Honestly, just the opportunity potentially to explore a larger district with a great support system and also a great, great history and a great reputation. 30 years ago, Harkrider was an All-Southwest Conference shortstop at the University of Texas. I've never wanted to be known as just a baseball player and I see too many times professional athletes finish playing and they don't know what to do. Harkrider earned his doctoral degree from Sam Houston three years ago. He is CSISD's first superintendent who was not internally promoted in more than 16 years. Groundbreaking is planned this fall on Texas A&M's new educational center that is funded in part by a $50 million gift from Aggie and the founder of Bucky's Convenience Stores, Arch Applin. A&M officials announced the selection of a development manager and a landscape architect for the eight-acre Applin Center on Welburn Road and John Kimbrough Boulevard. 
The Chili Fest Music Festival announces 21 nonprofit agencies are sharing $120,000 from this year's event. You can see the list at WTW.com. Additionally, another $30,000 will be distributed to seven or two different organizations through the rest of the year. Brian Broadcasting Stations, Maverick 100.9, Willie 97.7, The Zone, and Candy 95 were presenting sponsors of this year's Chili Fest. It's time to explore the Brazos Valley Museum Trail. It goes through Labor Day. It involves 16 different museums or historic sites within the Brazos Valley. Stephanie Dudgerheimer is the director of the Chapel Hill Historical Society, which is one of the 16 participating locations. Find more information at BrazosValleyMuseumTrail.org. WTAW news time is 839. It's 76 degrees. Find more news anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. Hey, let's have a look at the weather. It's 840 and the weather is brought to you this morning by United Roofing and Sheet Metal, home of the Duralast Roof System, world's best roof. Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com today. Skies will be partly to mostly sunny today. It'll be breezy at times with highs reaching the middle 90s. Partly cloudy, breezy tonight. A shower, a thunderstorm possible in the evening, low in the middle to upper 70s. Intervals of sun and clouds on Wednesday, hot high in the upper 90s. Partly to mostly cloudy Wednesday night, lows only drop to the upper 70s. And sunshine with a few clouds around Thursday, high near 100. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620 945 WTAW. So according to USA pickleball, a hybrid between tennis, ping pong, and badminton. America's fastest growing sport. Like, who's going to say it's not? You know? Yeah. Uh, about 8.9 million players in U.S. America in 2022, an 86% increase from prior year, according to Sports and Fitness Industry Association. It's had a listener call. Uh, son and daughter-in-law, big into pickleball. They're from Virginia. Been doing this for two years. Played two, three times a week. That have reached an all-time high last week when they were here for a funeral. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I don't. Oh, I can. Chelsea like that one. Yeah. Well, because you're going to say, and they had to find a court. Yes, they had to get to Dallas for a tournament. Oh. Yeah. So. I thought you were going to say they were visiting for a funeral, and they were like, uh, um, "So are there are there any, are there any courts near, are there any courts nearby? Well, I don't know are there any I, courts nearby. I, I, I don't know enough. I uh, didn't actually ask the listener if they came for the funeral and necessarily went because they, of a pickleball tournament, to or they could because yeah. of. Or, but nonetheless, uh, obviously, it's a thing that. Uh, see, and here's the deal, though. Okay, now, obviously. Uh, Sean, you like tennis, so I don't know. Are yeah. you a racket guy? Have you played racket sports? I have, is that it? I have played a lot of tennis. Okay. Yes. All right. See, all right. That's it. All right. He's going to be way better than us. Well, I know, but <laughs> then also you're you're long, too, so you've got range, right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You two on <laughs> one I side. If I can move them. <laughs> okay. Can yeah. anybody can else? I, can, I, can I use them properly? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, and again, and, and back, well, when I was a little bit younger than you guys, racquetball was what we did. We did racquetball. Oh, yeah. I didn't do tennis. Yeah. I played racquetball. Yeah, racquetball indoors. Well, actually, I learned to play handball with my dad. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and the Lowy boys. Yeah, the Lowy. Well, and, and Lance and I were classmates yeah, in, fact, okay. in high school. So yeah. I, I've known him since then. And, right. And, but, you know, we would play handball. And if you haven't played handball, I mean. Oh, no, I don't want to use my hands. I have, to not, hit I have never played handball. Okay. Now, all right. So I'll, I'll tell you a quick story now. So there was a place called Dewear Fieldhouse, the original Dewear Fieldhouse. And right next to it, you know, Royce 
Royce is listening. Royce is, he remembers. Yeah, he remembers. <laughs> okay, so they had, Amen. Preach on, brother. They had handball. <laughs> they had handball courts. Okay. Now this this place was built in I don't know like 1945. There's we're not even talking about air conditioning. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's one problem. The lighting was about 800 watt bulbs that had like aluminum foil behind them and to shine down on the court. So it was hot as hell anyway, yeah. and then they had incandescent lamps in there doing that, and then there were people who played handball without gloves. Oh, no, I don't sir. even see how that's possible. Ow, ow. I'm just telling it's, you. Isn't it a racquetball, or is it different? No, it's much harder. Oh, really? It's much harder. Oh. Yeah, if you ever that get a chance horrible. to just pick up a handball and go, why would you even hit this yeah. thing? Yeah. But anyway. But no, they were like handballed national champs at A&M, though. Yeah, yeah. They, they have did. some yeah. banners they still did. up in the rec yep. center. Yeah, they did. Lance was a good coach Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, but then I got into racquetball because that's kind of wussy by compared to a handball. But it's... Because uh, <laughs> you use a racket, I yeah. use my bare hands. But it's but it's indoors. It was air conditioned, so we always liked that. We yeah. used to do it in yeah. Waco when I worked over there. But the problem is we'd go play, and then we'd go eat a chicken fried steak and drink beer at ah, George's. that's okay. Hey, that's part of it. That's, I want a I social sport. It's all about the after... The pickleball. And that's exactly what it is. So, well, we found, obviously, you were in when I said pickleball and uh, Pino, right? You're in on that. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. Roy, you want to play play pickleball with us? Well, you know, I was listening driving over here, and I'm I'm all in uh, with uh, Chelsea there. What's the date again of that? Yeah, uh, yeah, July 7th is the the beginner's, you know, orientation. Uh, They have one every month. Oh, darn. I'm committed that day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to wash your hair. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Somebody already sent me a YouTube link, and they said you can really pick up a lot on YouTube. And they, they said, but there's a, she goes, I'll warn you. I went for the first time to, like, the novice play at at, ba- at Brian Bachman Community Park. I would say quite a few of those people are not yeah. novices. See, see. Okay, so as in they're yes. going to be better? Is that, yeah, uh, that's as in they're going to be more right. hardcore. It's okay. I'm ready. Yeah. I was right. an athlete. No, you know what I say? Bring it on. I'm Bring going to the novice. Bring it play. on. Nothing like having a 50 year old throwdown on you, we right? Plenty, right. Of, plenty of people right. texting in about DeWare, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. chain link fence yeah. on the yep. ceiling. Yep. yep, exactly. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Randy Matson even has some tales oh. about that. I oh, think. man. I remember that. Yeah. That's for sure. Hey, but, but, well, I'm, I used to play tennis, too, Sean. Just, oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was part of the intramural freshman championship team. Yeah. At hey, hey, congratulations. All right. Yeah. That's because I had some really good guys. Playing doubles yeah, with you, had yeah. the du- you had the good doubles partner. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, there you but, go. Hey, so what's going on in the world? Of well, uh, I tell you what, I'd rather talk about what we've been talking about. <laughs> Not really. We got a bunch of great things, and I'm going to hurry through this. Uh, first of all, this week, uh, Community Softball Classic is uh, this Thursday, June 15th, from 4:30 60, 6:30 out at the Bomber Park. Um, sponsored by Chicken Salad Chick, Physicians Premier ER, and Morningstar Storage. And as um, I think most of you know, this is where we honor our firefighters and our policemen. And so we'll have policemen from all over the community playing against firemen from all over the community. Firemen have been kind of whooping up on the policemen. So the policemen, I think, have taken this a little more seriously this year. (laughs) But tickets are $10, and some of the proceeds of that go to the 100 Club. So come out and support our first responders that put their life on the line every day for us. And then next week we have Founders Night. This will be Friday, June the 23rd, 7 to 10, sponsored by the City of Bryan, $50 a ticket. And this is where we celebrate the founding of this wonderful community that we are fortunate enough to call home. So come out and join us for that. And then uh, we have a leadership luncheon coming up. 
uh, at Pebble Creek Country Club on Thursday, July the 13th from 11.30 to 1, sponsored by the Leadership Brazos Alumni Association. Tickets are just $40. Individual uh, uh, For individual tickets, tables of eight are 400 And what I'm really excited about is we just confirmed uh, last week that our new uh, uh, Commandant of the Corps cadets will be our speaker, uh, right. Brigadier General Patrick McCallis. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, if you've not heard him at all, I've had a chance to hear him a couple of times. So this guy is, uh, you'll be really excited about it. And uh, Brigadier General Joe Ramirez is going to introduce him, uh, the Vice President of Student Affairs. So come out and join us again for that on July 13th. And we'll also have applications that day for next year's leadership residence class, actually later this year's class. Then our business after hours in July will be at Park at Traditions, Senior Living Care. If you've not been out there, what a beautiful place that is. That will be July the 20th. That's a Thursday, 5.30 to 7, free event. Come out and network with us. And save the date for Lobster Fest and golf. Lobster Fest will be Monday, September the 11th. Uh, Tea time's at 8 and 1. Uh, Lobster Fest will it was moved this year. We're doing it on a Friday night from 7 to 10. That'll be on Friday night, the 15th. Frostbank's a sponsor for both of those events. And one ribbon cutting, a deluxe ribbon cutting coming up. I'm sorry, it's a standard ribbon cutting coming up Thursday, June the 22nd. Chosen BCS 430 uh, there at 2404 North Bryan. Platinum member spotlight, Chicken Express. As always, I enjoy being with you guys and having a little fun. Great. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk pickleball next time you're Yeah, I'll be right? ready for it. It sounds I, good. I, I tell you, it's even an all-over TV now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's it. We're looking forward to it. Our community segment is brought to you by McCafferty Electric. May light up your life. Hey, it's 851. It's the Infomaniacs on a uh, <laughs> Tuesday. So, we, we boy, since we're talking about racket sports, we've mm-hmm. mentioned this before, but, you know, tennis balls were originally white. But yes. They officially switched in 1972 so they'd show up better on TV. I did not know that. Yep. But Wimbledon, kind of being traditionalist, kept using the white balls until 1986. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. See, that's way later than I figured. Yep. Yep. Hmm. And, well, and it's interesting because, you know, you, like you've seen some, uh, especially older players in golf, use neon yellow balls. Okay. Right. Right. Like Fred Couples, I think, uses a yellow ball. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, makes, but so but the, is thing that that, though, it, the thing with that though, the thing with with golf is the the brighter color balls. The thought is that you can see them better, but right. you can't. The okay. white balls are still the easiest to find. Huh? Interesting. Um, and and you know, I I did the same thing when I was like, are these going to be easier to find? But pretty much everything that you look up or read about them, it's like, no, okay. that is why they're white. They're the easiest to find. Okay. On the grass. Huh? Yeah. So maybe it's just a preference thing for him. Uh, yeah. I mean, it could Obviously. be a sponsorship no, thing. That's it, could true. Be a, it could be, you know, any number. But yeah, no, I mean, and there's a lot of people that use the I've seen a lot of colored balls out there on the course. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, weird I, when you see a pro like someone on tour yeah, use yeah, one. Now, yeah, exactly. what color do they use in ice golf? Uh, I, that I don't know. Okay. What is ice golf? Well, yeah, they what? play. No, they well they play up in in Alaska and they play in Minnesota and places like they go out on the golf course when it snows. Yes, oh, they do. I bet they use then probably a probably neon, use, orange, yeah, or pink or something red or something. Yeah, because yeah. well, I played night golf with glow in the dark balls. Yeah, oh, really? I, I've seen uh-huh. the videos of that. They that used to have it fun. at A and M. Like they would have like Rec Sports would put on a tournament every summer or something, and so you'd go out you know after sunset, and then they would put glow sticks on the flag pins. Okay, but then you'd get some jerk group ahead of you that moved the flag pin into a bunker but you couldn't see it because you were just looking for the glow oh, stick. That's a, oh, that's all a right. jerk move. I mean, it was all fun it's in games. Yeah. Now, look, okay, and when it, when it comes to this, so I watched 
part of the Canadian Open this weekend. Yep. And I, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed watching that because it was, you know, there was a little bit of drama there. Little story. I, I'm a, you know, on the scale of one to ten, I'm like a six and a half when it comes to golf. If mm-hmm. it's drama, I mean, you know, you, you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But now they put so many statistics in there, okay? I'm just watching on Saturday, I guess. Okay, now we know exactly how far the ball is to the hole. I like when they give me the apex. I'm like, okay. how the heck am yeah. I supposed to know or even care what that means? Yeah, no, exactly. So, hey, hey caller, what's up? My husband last summer played night golf out at Costa Rica. Oh, is that oh, right? Oh, that'd be cool. fun. Fluorescent yeah, ball or, or what? How'd that work? On, I was in the, on the third floor balcony watching them. Oh, that's even more fun. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, no, you cool. have to use like yeah, a glow-in-the-dark ball. Yeah, and it's definitely fun. not as good of a golf ball as like you're used to hitting sure. because it's glowing in the dark. There's like a, you know, whatever glow stick in it or yeah. something. But, uh, I mean, obviously, I guess they could use glow-in-the-dark paint or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not the easiest, but it is fun. All right. Now, golf is has proven to be successful because tennis, I think, a lot of people who can play don't like to watch as much because they'd rather be playing. Is that fair to say? I mean, mm, if you can. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. Kind of depends. Okay. I love watching tennis. Okay. And I love playing tennis. So, you know, golf can be the same way. But now, I, was I mean. Say, I think you could say that about any sport. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, true. Here's a guy who's standing over the ball. They go, okay, he's 10 feet, 2 inches from the hole. The chance of making it is 38.7. The angle is it's going to break mm-hmm. 4.2 yeah. inches. I don't want them to do that to yeah. me. Okay. I don't mind the distance. Yeah, That's I like the fine. distance. And I like then the, the distance. Per- I like the distance, and then the percentage make is is more just funny to yeah. look at. And guess what? He made the friggin' putt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, that, and that's why it's funny because it gives you a, it, it tells you the percentage chance, and you're sitting at home laughing. Right. You're like, no, that's a 0% right. chance. And then, and go, oh, well, the for break, me. it'll break 4.2 inches. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, yeah, I don't need that. I, you know, I it is interesting yeah. when they say, like, this should, you know, it's like Dottie's over there. She's like, you know, Bob, this should break to the left, right? right. You know, uh, two inches before the hole. And then sure as heck it does uh-huh. because on, on TV, you cannot see the break. No. Like you or, or you can't see the way it's going to break. Right. You like can't, you can't so see the green. You can't read the greens no, on TV. No, you can't read the greens on TV. And so it is amazing when they do it right and they read it correctly and that ball you're like wait where is he putting why is he putting eight feet to the left (laughs) and And then then sure enough it breaks you're like whoa that's wild but yeah i don't need the angle and the degree and like all of that yeah we're we're getting exit velocity on home runs in baseball i will say that's pretty well so it's softball so at davis diamond if anybody hit a home run there's technology out there and it gives you the angle it gives you the speed and it gives you the distance of yeah. the home run. Yeah. And how many fans really care about that? Now, distance, mm. I got it. Okay. Distance is pretty easy well, to people get. Like I the think long knowing ball. that that ball is coming at somebody at 86 miles an hour, okay. like off the bat, right. I don't know. I, I just think it, it does show the power okay. of the okay. sport. Okay. But All right. I do agree, though, getting w- when you start getting more into the numbers and less of the story. That is, as a, I guess, more traditional broadcaster, I don't like that. Right. And anything that causes you to look at something other than the action on the field bothers me as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, and that, Mark Cuban has talked about that when it comes to basketball. If you've got an experience where people are looking at their phones to experience it, uh-huh. you're missing out. You're not yeah. experiencing it. You're not in the it, yeah. arena for the right reason. Yeah, and that's the thing is with like golf, when they show the the tracker thing, like it immediately has that yellow or orange line right. showing you. I like to look at the golfer because you they'll they'll let you know where yes. that ball went. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. About a minute, tell you uh, you talked about that. Chelsea and I work on the stat crew in the press box. I watch the kicker. 
I know oh, there are other yeah. people who are watching the ball, but I watch the kicker. Yeah. Because they same thing. They'll they'll let, they'll you, let know. you know if it's yep. going to be yep. good or not. Yeah. <laughs> so can you make yourself luckier? Can you make yourself luckier? Ooh, this is interesting. It is. Interesting um, question. So here are three things that you can do, they say, to make yourself luckier in a situation. Number one, act like you're y- lucky. Oh, it's this, uh, oh, yeah, they, this was, like, on TikTok not too long ago. Basically, it was, like, lucky girl syndrome. Oh, okay. If you just, yeah, but if you think that you have this great, lucky lifestyle, like, eventually, it's just <laughs> you're going to force yourself into it. That's but hilarious. That's it. Optimists prepare better and put themselves in better situations than pessimists. I, I mean, I do I agree that. with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. I've always believed hang, hang around successful people. It's a good thing to do. Hang around mm-hmm. successful people because they're not lucky. They they're work They're doing hard. something right. Yes, exactly. they are. Exactly. <laughs> Shake up your routine. When you step out of your comfort zone, your senses will be sharper and more random things will happen. That gives you more chances for that unexpected luck to come your way because you're perceiving things differently. I like that. And number three, have a short memory. <laughs> if something yep. unlucky happens, the best thing you could do is... Forget about it immediately. Yep. Absolutely. So I have to say the best way to have lucky things start happening again is to start having those lucky thoughts. And, and I do believe some people do just kind of have bad luck. But a lot of times when you look at that person, they're doing things to bring bad things mm-hmm. upon themselves. Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with health, too. There are a lot of people Absolutely. who, you know. Yep. All right. Yep. We're back tomorrow. Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station. Bro- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.